0: He wanted me to ask you. Hold on. Yes. He wants to know why you give him no play. (laughs) Let's put a pin in it. As they say uh, in the business. As I hit a button (laughs) and nothing happened on my. I can do that, but I don't want that one. I want that one. All right. uh, Our guest is here. The great and wonderful, the gorgeous lady of wrestling herself. Thank Brianna you. Brandy, FKA B but it's Brianna tonight. Yes, How are is. you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm spectacular. I I'm uh I my shoot job, we're on spring break. We're on vacation. So I don't gotta get up for fucking work tomorrow. So that's great. Yes, you can actually kick it a little bit after this. Well, you know, I got three daughters that they'll probably, you know, drive me nuts. But yeah, I can kick it after this eventually somehow, <laughs> one way or another. Um, Yeah, so thanks for giving us your time tonight. It's going to be a blast. Um, I know, Uh, I I just know it's going to be a lot of fun. I have a ton of notes for you. I will probably not get to any of them. I will probably not follow any of, of the bullet points or have any great transitions, but that's just how we roll. Okay. I,
1: I didn't do, get to watch all, but I do know mainly of what happened.
0: <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I do have to ask you, though, because we had um, a, a dear friend of yours, the great AJ Francis, on this show, and uh-huh. he wanted me to ask you, hold on. Yes, he wants to know why you give him no play. First of all, we have a group chat, and he has my number. So what is he doing asking you this? Hey. This is hilarious. I don't know. I guess I'm the facilitator.
1: Uh, well, like you said before, we're going to put a pin
0: in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. We'll put a pin in Hey, that's great. That's a great transition right yes. into um, – you know, you fell in love with this business of wrestling, sitting around with your uncles, right? Watching, watching uh, the WWE, uh, yes. falling in love with with China and all that. But my question is, uh, has your grandmother come around? Is she is she into the wrestling? Has she embraced the fact that this is what you want to do? Uh,
1: not a hundred percent because her whole thing is safety, so. There's no really way to embrace the fact that at any moment I could get hurt. So she's happy that the doors that it's opening for me and the connections that I'm making and the wonderful people like yourself that I'm able to, you know, interact with and things like that. But as far as like her fully loving wrestling, I don't think that's going to happen because she's going to always think in her mind, but you can get hurt. But I'm like, you can fall down the steps. Yeah. Like you can, and you can get hurt doing anything.
0: Yeah, But for sure. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was out throwing softballs to my middle child today who is the only daughter of mine that does not play softball, and she wanted to hit. So we're, we're throwing, we're hitting, and she said something about, well, what if, like, uh, she was talking about fielding, what if the ball hits me in the head? Is it going to hurt? I was like, yeah, well, yeah, it's going to hurt for a second, just like it would hurt if you rammed your knee into the coffee table or just like it would hurt if you stubbed your toe, like, yeah. It's life, and that's just the way things are. So, but um, before we get into to, I'm not. I I don't really care uh where you you trained, and we talked about your uncles. You fell in love with wrestling. We know you're in love with wrestling. We know that. Uh, but you are uh, you were big into sports. You you played, I think, basketball, track, swimming. Uh, your yes. music scene uh you can dabble in acting which i think i'm going to touch on in a little bit um you're a content creator like that's what i got from aj too like you guys just what's the word i'm looking for know how to entertain i guess is the right word i don't don't know
1: yeah i would i would say that's it i mean we just know how to keep people intrigued you know um we just have the secret sauce. I don't know, you know, how it came about or whatever. But we just have, you know, the charisma that draws people in. Yeah. You know, I always said growing up, I always had the talk to me face. And so I had it all before I started doing any of this. People always just wanted to, talk, to come up to me and just talk to me and tell me about their day and ask me for directions or whatever. But I was always that person that had to just come tell me what's going on with you face. So oh, yeah. I think that just helped me through a lot of this stuff that I'm doing now. Yeah. And now I can
0: really. You. Uh- you give off that vibe, pun intended, like, like you're yeah. seem easy to talk to. So I totally get that. Um, hit. Uh, well, let's see. I don't want to touch on hit road quite yet. I, I want to know how you go from running on a treadmill to going to the performance center down in Florida.
1: Well, it actually was a longer story than most people know. Um, because the guy who originally recruited me, well, saw me when I was running the treadmill, I lost connection with him. Like, something happened with his family, along with him having, like, something else going on with him that we just lost connections. I didn't have any ties with him anymore. But I had already trained. Like, I picked up ninjutsu. I, like, you know, I was already doing boxing, but I started doing more CrossFit, um, just different things as far as i are like, working on promos, skills, and everything, and roles and stuff that he told me that I would need for my tryout. So I had already worked on doing all these things for a year, and then we had him lost contact. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to let all my work go. You know, it's not going to die right here because I lost contact with this guy. And I knew that at the time, WWE was using Twitter very heavily. And at the time, Twitter was not the most popular social media. Like the Instagram going up, Snapchat was hot. All these other things were hot but WWE is still using Twitter. So I was like, okay, like if they're using Twitter, then I'll be able to find older wrestlers or somebody there will be able to connect me because not many people are using that platform at this moment. So I just kept going through and following and trying to contact different people. And I ended up getting in contact with Ryan Katz, who was the creative development um, guy in NXT at the time. And his messaging happened to be open because normally your messaging is like closed. You don't have brand new people messaging you on Twitter. So his messaging was open. I sent him a message and I told him that I was interested or whatever. And then he shot me two promos and was like, hey, here's some promo prompts. I want you to do these. Let me know. So I gave him to him on Friday. I hit him up on Monday. He was like, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't get a chance to look at it. He's like, if you shoot them to me now, I'll look at him. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. So I shot him to <laughs> Looked at him and he loved them. Only thing he said, he was like, only thing I could say to you right now is just slow down a little bit, but I loved everything about it. So the next day, you sent my um, my portfolio to the guy who was doing the tryouts, and the next day after that, I got an email for my tryout. So I kind of got it myself.
0: Yeah, you you utilize social media uh, to the best of its ability, um, which I I think more wrestlers today uh, need to do. Like like take that extra step. Um, I heard you say in another podcast, like like you just said with uh, cats. You, you went, you DM'd them. You weren't going to let those two years of training just go down the toilet.
1: Exactly. It wasn't because happening. No, I, I was like, I'm not, like, I know me and I know my work ethic. So I was like, if I get my foot in the door, I can do the rest. You know, I just need someone to connect me. Once a connection is made, you can let me go. You don't have to worry about me. So that's kind of just what my mindset was when I was, you know, doing
0: all of that. You get down there to get to the performance center. Um first impressions uh when do you run into aj and uh to Tahut- who yeah to i always mess that up to <laughs> um w- when when does hit makers back then right yeah it was back yeah. then before hit row uh when do you guys all connect down there what how's that how's that come out well me and to actually
1: had our trial together ah, we also okay. got signed we were in the same signing class we had our medicals together um his birthday is actually the day after mine which is really freaking weird weird i always say that we always like match like randomly without saying anything stuff like that but anyways i met him down there before i had actually got signed on through the process of being signed and then when i came down there because um, i had got hired the performance class before aj so he came after me okay and then we just randomly spoke one day, you know, about how we both did music and, you know, how we both were trying to work that into our gimmick and things like that. And then, um, probably I would say maybe three months later, four months later after meeting AJ, cause I said he came after us cats text me. Ryan was like, Hey, what do you think about forming a group with AJ and Sahuti?" And I was like, like a music group. And I was yeah. like, I never thought of it like, oh, okay, that's cool. So I hit them up. I'm like, hey, Katz has this idea for us to get together. What do you guys think? Like, we can make it a music and McDor, thing. And they both loved it immediately. And as soon as Katz said that, again, we ran with it. Like, we started doing videos for every tag team that was in NXT at the time. We shot a promo against everybody. We did a promo, you know, introducing ourselves and what we were going to bring to NXT. Like, as soon as he put that idea in our head, he we ran just with ran it. with it.
0: Yeah. All of us.
1: like age- that, I'm good at that. To good at that. It was just something that just happened naturally. Once we got the idea, we're like, "Oh, we look great together. This works. Like, let's run."
0: Yeah. Um, at that time, it, and it's it's it was extremely fresh. Like, I loved it. I loved how refreshing it was. Like I said, new. It was different. To me, it felt like it was hitting the demos that. NXT at that time would want to hit. WWE would want to hit. Um then they bring Swerve in, which I think you have said in other podcasts. AJ has said, I mean I to has probably said uh that was Triple H's vision to to bring to Swerve in. Um and it just all clicked. I mean when Swerve was b- suggested to be brought in to the hitmakers with you other three, uh did it click as well as it was portrayed on TV?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all had known prior to any of us coming together with Swerve that he did music. Like when I Mm -hmm. met him in the performance center, we talked about him doing music as well. Um, So I knew he did music too. So when that was brought to us to bring him in the group, I was like, like, duh, like, why did not we think of that too? You know, and he had doing stuff at the time um you know they really weren't really sure where they were going to do with him and put him exactly so i felt like oh man this is going to be his moment he's an amazing wrestler so i was like really excited to have him bring his wrestling level to our group as well to heighten that you know part of you know uh the group as well so it just it was perfect like when he said that to us i was like oh this is automatic yeah. and it was easy all gel the chemistry was automatic There was. It was nothing but all of us wanting to succeed and wanting to make Hit Row the best it can be.
0: You guys came off as to me as uh not like as four stars just put together. You guys could all go do your own thing. Um when something needed to be done, you came together, you got it done. Uh what hurt me as a fan, I guess, is the best way to say it. The call up you got called up, you get drafted to me it was the steal of the draft um a couple couple things that I was confused about do I have to blame the draft and fox for the fact that I don't get a war games payoff with hit row and and uh oh gosh uh what's his name you got it yes thank you like like <laughs> that that's where we were heading. that's where it should have gone yes storyline you know. wise right. Yes, and it would have been the first intergender
1: ah, uh, as well right. because yeah. a, I would have been in it as well. So it would have been the first time women were involved in the War Games match right. as well. So, I mean, it would have been history-making all around. But, yes, it was because of the draft coming so fast. And the the, the date for the draft kept getting changed, too, so they really weren't show, sure what date it was going to be anyways. So when they finally locked into what date the draft was going to be, there was no time for us to figure out the end of our storyline because of where we had been at that time, like we had pitched so many ideas, like, okay, we can do this. We can do that. We can kind of do this. We kind of try to end it. And maybe we can speed up war games or whatever, but they were like, no, like it's not, it's not going to go. It's not going to go smooth as far as like letting the whole story play out. And then you guys going. So we had to kind of change everything and, you know, shortcut ourselves in that whole scenario and that storyline.
0: Well, I'll, I'll say it. That sucks balls. I mean, that's. That <laughs> <sucks.
1: laughs> to be in the first, you know, intergender uh, war games. I was ready. I was ready for William Brigo to come out, you know, after having some crazy night where all of us just can't be separated and, like, war games. Like, I was ready to hear and he was going to be like, you know, an election Brianna, if you guys think that you're getting out of this, like, no, you guys are going to do, like, oh, okay. Like, I was was, it was going to be amazing. It was going to be amazing.
0: And it sure would have been. And, and like, you get called up. I'm sure you guys, and, and I got the vibe from AJ, like, that you're you're uh you, that's where you want to go like you want to you didn't want to settle for NXT although it was great you want to go you want to go to the main roster you want to showcase everything you guys got that is to me it's what the demo wants let, let, let's be real you guys are fucking hit makers yes you, you go up there i was pumped does not play out the way i was hoping it would play out we don't yeah. need to, to delve into it. You get let go. The boys get let go. Um, shocking? Oh, man. Yeah. Super,
1: super shocking. Because I just felt like we were it. Like, for me, I felt like Hit Row was going to be global. Like, we were going yeah. to be a global act. We were going to be that act that you know, was going to be the one to bring in new fans. Because, you know, wrestling has a lot of fans and it has a, a deep, like, cult-like fan base and everything. Yep. But I, sometimes it gets to a point where it needs new people to come back in and rewatch and be like, oh, that's cool. Like, man, I love this. This is amazing, you know? So I feel like we were going to be that thing because I also felt that with us being actual musicians, that eventually we could get put on songs with, like, a Drake or a Bad Bunny or, you know, Amigos or anybody, us doing one song with them, now you have that gap bridge from wrestling to music and to the entertainment industry in general. So you would have had people, you know, flocking to our group, which in return would have flocked to WWE because they want to see us every week, you know? Um, So that, I mean, we just would have, it would have been a true takeover, like for sure.
0: Exact I mean, just think about it. Like, you guys are all rappers. You guys are all musically inclined. Um, AJ, AJ did friggin' songs for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, and then you have Bad Bunny doing WrestleMania stuff, doing songs. They always do custom songs for all of the pay-per-views. They get them from somewhere. It all could have worked. Oh yeah, it would have been perfect. I mean,
1: and then you would have had your first in-house talent that was wrestling right. and actual artists. So you would have had your first baby, your first
0: homegrown oh. act
1: that was doing it all.
0: Oh. And I know there's like, there's no hard feelings. Uh, I've, I've heard you say it before. I, I've heard AJ say it before. There is no hard feelings. That's just how life is. That's how the business is. Um, but if I was to ask you who dropped the ball, like who drop the ball and hit roll. I mean how can you do that I I really couldn't even put my finger on who
1: was like exactly responsible for any of this you know I mean it always comes from a place of a lot of this stuff comes you know whether it be from money or from a, be from a place that maybe someone doesn't understand what we're doing or doesn't fully get it or doesn't see the longevity and see, you know, the power that it actually had, you know? So it could be, it could be so many things, you know, it's hard to really say, yeah. uh, what any of it is
0: <laughs> for sure.
1: Um, I mean, there's actually WWE, that you can say the same for, you know, like okay. a Bray white, even with mm-hmm. carrying and Scarlet. I mean, there's, t- there's a long list key fleet yep. there's tons of people that you really just look at like okay there's a higher thing working here that we don't know that they know and that it's their business i guess
0: and it is their, and, and that's unfortunately that's the thing it is their business they can see something or not see something and do something or not do something because that's their uh uh cognitive yeah that's what i was thinking too i was thinking of the rap song that's their prerogative and i just couldn't come up with it quick enough uh unfortunately i was let down for it because i was i liked hit row and i enjoyed it and it made me feel younger again that's what it made me feel younger so i loved
1: it the thing i loved hearing was that people were like when i would see you guys on tv and when you would leave the screen i wanted to go with you and like see where you were going hang out i'm like that's amazing. Like, that's what you have whenever, like they say, with acting. Yeah. When they say with acting, you want to follow the actor out of the room and see what they're doing. Like, every time I watch Denzel, I feel like that, you know? So, yeah, I loved hearing that. I was like, oof, that means we got him. We really had everybody, you know?
0: Um, For sure. But I know, you know, things happen the way they are. You guys are all doing well. You guys are all extremely, not only talented, but content creators. You, AJ, Tahuti, everyone. They're all great. Um and we're we're gonna get to your new single Focus which uh not only comes out the twenty second uh worldwide but uh you know jump on our OnlyFans because I think there's a listening party tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it's yep. going down tomorrow.
1: Yeah be uh the fans is doing a rollout for me there. Nice. But it'll be a
0: really general public the twenty second. Spectacular. Um WrestleMania weekend, you guys uh you were in Baltimore, MCW, that was close to WrestleMania weekend. You did Reality Wrestling, you're at WrestleCon, uh, GCW for the culture. What was the biggest thing you took away from that weekend?
1: Man, the love. Yeah. The love and the support and how, like, people just want us. Like, they don't even care, I feel like, where we are anymore. They just, like, we just want you guys. And, like, I love that so much because... You know, that was my biggest thing, and that's what hurt me the most. I didn't get to give the fans everything that Hit Row was capable of, you know, everything that we could have done. They didn't get to see that. So that's what hurt me. So when I went to the GCW show, you know, especially, um, well, the MCW show as well, but definitely GCW, that one, the fans just the outpour of just wanting us in whatever form they could have us, and I really, truly appreciate that and just, just was so blown away by it, you know? Like, you know, you're doing something good and you're loving what you're doing, but you're kind of on the other side when you're doing it for WWE. But when you go back and you're like hand to hand with all the fans all the time, like right there, it really hits home and you're like, wow, they're like, this is really what they want.
0: Swerve was with you guys in MCW, I believe. Was he? Was he at that show?
1: Yes, he
0: was. He was, but he wasn't at the GCW one. Um... My my question, I guess my question is, and, and right now Swerve is doing his thing. He's making his money. AJ AJ said everybody going out doing their own thing. Um, he's in AEW. Uh, he's got Keith Lee by his side, uh, kind of a a, a bigger some uh, uh, muscle aspect uh, to it. Um, yeah. Is there any? Does that hurt? Uh, does that hurt? Like when I see that, I think, oh aw is trying to recapture a hit row vibe no pun intended this time a hit roll vibe without bringing in what makes hit row hit makers what makes them who they are it, does that make sense like
1: no, i know what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt because you know Saurus had all those connections and stuff. Where a lot of those guys are in AEW for years. I'm on the indie scene, you know, for 15 years or something like that. You know, for a very long time. So he's put in that work to be there in that position with those. Guy, so, for him to have the opportunity of being there, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, it, it doesn't hurt because I am happy for him and I'm also happy yeah. for Keith Lee. Yeah. Shout out to him because me and him are, you know, that's my homeboy too. So, to see them both just shining, you know, after a situation that was, you know, shouldn't have happened, right. uh, I'm just happy for both of them. Like, I'm not hurt. I've never heard about someone making their money. You know, I've never heard about someone doing yeah. their thing because there are things that I do in this life that the boys might not be able to capitalize on, you know. So, it's just like, I'm always happy for everybody doing their thing and however they want to, you know, get the money
0: for sure. Was there talk of bringing in the other guys? Like is, is that brought up or are are you guys never contacted or how does that work? And, or do you not want to mention that? No, I mean, we,
1: we haven't really had any contact, you know, to, to ask the go or anything at this time. I mean, but things change all the right. time. Yeah. So, I mean, thing to where they want to bring him in first and add us later or whatever i don't even know there has been no talk of this but you just never know with these wrestling companies and what their ideas are where they want to go so but no as of now there hasn't been any
0: um i'll do some fantasy booking for AEW. i was watching it last night i saw um i think jade Cargill was in the ring last night maybe not but the first thing that came to my head was they showed her like baddies section, which is the gimmick she's going. I saw Velvet, um, uh, 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 Red Velvet, and Kira Hogan in the mm-hmm. crowd as their baddies. And I thought to myself, oh, damn, Brianna would fit perfectly in that little all woman faction with Jake oh, Randall, yeah. right?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I would fit in a lot of great places, honestly. Yeah. It's funny alongside it with wrestling, it's like people forget that you have to be able to promo, you know, you have to be able to fight. that's what carries the storylines. That's what brings people in, you know? So it's like the wrestling, they always have to work together. So I would be a great addition to any, any faction, anything, you know, that I would be doing. I'd be a great addition from the ring
0: to the mic. I'll cut people right up with those promos. I mean, that's all your (laughs) musical influence. I mean, that's just phenomenal shit. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a couple other, uh, I guess, quote-unquote, non-wrestling-related things. I I was wondering, I was watching, I think the video was called The End. Um, (laughs) I think you were eating worms. So my question is, by Uh any chance, did the boogeyman in the WWE give you any advice on consuming worms?
1: No, none. I just, I just went at it gung-ho. I was like, I got this. I've been fishing before. I can do this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone
1: was like, Oh, were they real? Like, how did you do? I'm like, dude, they were real and I didn't chew them. I just like put in my mouth that we cut the scene and I put it, you know what I'm saying? It was just kind of that kind of thing. But yeah, they were real.
0: Oh man. That's insane. Um, I would never put worms in my I mouth love ever. Love, talk- yeah. <laughs> What's that? People
1: love talking about that video. Yeah, I heard
0: it. I heard it. Uh, oh, I suck at this. I heard it on another podcast when I was prepping for this show. I apologize yeah. to whoever it was. I don't remember, but you did a great job. Uh, and I was just like, Oh man, did the boogeyman give her advice on how to consume worms? Which <laughs> uh, you know Yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh Brianna, um we're near the end. I, I have a ton of notes, uh, but I do love to leave everything on the table. Um for for a return appearance, the hitmakers uh to me, um hitmakers, hit Row, whatever you want to call them. Um hitmakers with a Z, I prefer, but that's me. Uh oh. hottest free agents in re- in wrestling if you ask me. But nobody is, so but the yeah. hottest. Um, we're at the end of the show, and what I like to do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you the mic now, which I'm sure a lot of people have done uh, in your in your in your lifetime. Uh, you can put over anything you want. You can bear anything you want. You can say anything you want. Um, the floor is yours. I will not interrupt.
1: Okay, everybody, go and hit me up on brianna underscore brandy on my instagram in my bio is my link tree and has all the goodies from my merch to my tiktok to my OnlyFans to my twitter everything is there brianna brandy you will find everything you need to know and any way to follow me and see what i would be doing next right there
0: spectacular and we've had those links up all show long brianna i appreciate the time you've given us uh i appreciate talking with you uh, we didn't even mention china you, you were in love with china you're watching that wrestling uh with your uncles uh, a lot of great stuff and i look forward to seeing you aj tahuti you anywhere uh i know you mentioned going back to the wwe you'd be open for it uh I, I just think that the sky's the limit and there's absolutely no ceiling uh but i'm sure you've heard that before and uh you're confident and driven and i can't i can't fucking wait so uh Thank you so- yeah Stay tuned. for sure thanks for giving us your time and we'll talk to you soon
1: absolutely thanks for having me later yeah.
0: peace